Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Prehistoric Podcast. My name is Soren. I'm a father of two living in St. Paul, Minnesota. My five-year-old son really enjoys listening to podcasts, and a few months ago, we decided that we should start making our own podcasts with his friends and his cousins, and we decided that we would do it on prehistoric uh, animals, plant life, landscapes, anything and everything prehistoric, and each episode would be dedicated to one individual thing. And this was on our minds for a few months, and with the outbreak of um, COVID-19, we thought, why not start now? So the following is our first ever attempt at the Prehistoric Podcast, which we uh, recorded using Zoom. We all did a little bit of research on our first topic, and then we reported back to each other. So it's Zoom audio. It's not great. Uh, we hope that once this all passes, we can continue to do this and we will uh, add more people to the podcast. We'll do it in person so the audio is clear. And we hope this reaches far and wide and teaches everyone a little bit something about prehistoric life that maybe they didn't know about. Enjoy. Welcome to our first ever episode of the, the uh, Prehistoric Podcast. Can I ask you all to introduce yourselves so you know everybody that's here? Maybe say your, your first name and how old you are? My name is Sadie and I'm eight years old. I'm, my name is Sophia, and I'm 12 years old. Wow. 12, yeah. My name is Leif, and I am five. Well, that's August, and he's five years old. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's the youngest one here. Is that right? No, I'm five, too. Yeah, but you're a little bit older, an older five-year-old. Well, this is our group. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know how this is going to... Go or work. A while ago, August and I thought we should start a podcast because we listened to this podcast called Cool Facts About Animals. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I listened to a podcast too. Yeah, and so we thought we would do, we would want to do the same thing, but we would do it all about things, all things prehistoric. So we decided we would see who wants to join us. And there are a few of you, like I know Sophia, I didn't tell you what we were even going to do until today, maybe. So when is it going to be started? We're, we're starting right now. We, um, we really wanted to do this where we'd all get together and we'd like record it around a table. Uh, uh, do you know yeah. why? Does everybody know yeah, why we're, we're not? That. Does everybody know why we're not doing it like that? Why? Well, yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. Sophia knows. Does everybody else know? Yes. We're trying to stay separate from each other right now, aren't we? Yeah. Leif, you can start. What did we decide to do research on this? Helicoprion. That's right, the Helicoprion. Did everybody else know how to pronounce that? Wrong the entire time. So. Yeah. I thought for a while it was the Helicoprion. Is that what you were thinking too? Yeah, Helicoprion. But then we watched a video and everybody called it the Helicoprion. Huh. Yeah, videos are gooder. So, August, do you remember what the Helicoprion, what that word means? Spiral saw. Spiral saw. Did everybody else find that too? Uh, no. Yeah. No, you didn't? That's what helicoprion means. It means spiral saw. Who, That's from who? the Greek. It's Greek. Oh, it's Greek. That makes sense. Do we know when they lived? When did they... I have a sheet of paper that has notes written down on You do? <laughs> we have about half a sheet of paper, too. I wonder if we have a lot of the same information. Yeah. Um, they lived about 20, 270 million years ago. 
That's what I got. That's the dinos. Yep. Yeah, what was that, August? Were they before or after the dinosaurs? Before. Before the dinosaurs. Tell me, did you guys learn what the name of that age area is? What was, what's the name of the age that the helicoprion lived? Jurassic! Jurassic? Nope, just before that. August, do you remember? No, I forget. They're just yesterday. The early Permian age. Oh, I forgot. The early Permian age, which was right before the dinosaurs so uh-huh. that's when they lived how big did they get uh, wait no, let me see uh 20 to 30 feet long yeah that's what i got so it, right now can you can you think of what is similar to that size what is like 20 to 30 feet long shark great white shark is a great white shark that big well, I mean, I know. I, it's probably bigger than that what August and I found is that it's about the size of a really big pickup truck all the way up to the size of a school bus. That is big. That's a big, big animal. Leif, yeah. do, you want, do you want to explain to us what you found out, what you think it looks like? I drew a picture about it. You did? Yeah, I did. So do you guys all see the little fish that I'm sharing with you right now? Yes. What fish? Well, yeah, what fish? Good point. Do you see the helicoprion? Yes. Yeah. Helicoprion are not fish. They're fish. Not sharks either. Uh oh, it seems like we had some debate. Yeah, they're actually sharks. They're on my shark page. Chimera. They're not sharks. They're goblin sharks. They're not goblin sharks. They're not sharks at all. They're actually. Pretty closely related to goblin sharks, but not quite. Yeah, but not really. They're not really sharks. What would you call it? An ancient marine? Um, a chimera, I'm pretty sure. That's what they think it's the closest living relative is. So, um, a chimera is fish, too. So, I would think the correct term would be fish. Yeah, so, so that's a, this is a fun question, because... We know, right, we've, we all found out that really the only piece of this animal that they found is its, is its jaw, right? Yeah. So, so how have they determined what the rest of the animal looks like? It's 3D printing. Yeah. 3D analysis, right? They, they did that with its upper jaw and its lower jaw and the teeth whirl. But why do they think the re- why do they think they know what the rest of the body looks like? I'm is there really related to sharks? Um, I'm pretty sure they took other fish with cartilage instead of bone for kind of an example for what they may have looked like with similar strange nose shapes, I guess. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting subject, right? Because a lot of times when they find fossils, you don't find the full body. So it's really up to the experts to try to determine maybe what the rest of the body looked like. Why? So right, they use a lot of times they use the jaw to try to figure out what it ate, what its mouth looked like, what do we have currently living that's similar, and it maybe eats boneless prey like squid and sharks. Yeah, we can move into that. So yeah, wh- why do they think it ate boneless prey? Because its teeth weren't worn down. Yeah, so the so so the teeth didn't show any marks. Of what it didn't show that it had been actually like chewing and. Putting that much effort into 
It also it also eats animals that the tooth whirl helps it um take off the shells of shelled animals. I also read that. Okay, that, go ahead, Sophia. What can you tell us more about that? Um, I don't remember what the animal it was called, but it's clo closely related to Nautilus. Their um spiral jaw was made to kind of be able to rip out the. I'm going to say Nautilus, out of their shell. So they didn't have to crack open the shell or anything. They just oh, kind yeah. of take it out. So that's where they ate all the all the, the smushy stuff, right? Yeah. Well, it seems like we've talked about this tooth whirl. Maybe that's what we need to start talking about. What is a tooth whirl? Has anybody heard that phrase before? Not before I did any research, no. Yeah, Leif, had you ever heard the word whirl before? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Well, whirl, like something spinning really fast, kind of makes sense, right? But mm -hmm. tooth yeah, whirl, like a spiral. Tell me what a tooth whirl is. What does it look like? It looks like a half circle when it's in its mouth. Kind of a swirly shape. It's a spiral, right? Yeah. yeah. I think what lathe means is once, once that spiral is inserted into the jaw, you don't really see the bottom half of it. It's covered up by that cartilage, so you really see the top half. Mm -hmm. And most people think now that that was where the tooth whirl was, right? It, it kind of served as the bottom teeth. Does anybody remember why the tooth, the, that tooth whirl kind of grew in that spiral shape? How did that end up happening? I don't know. I, well, that was, I, was um, I read again, that was for kind of taking out the, I'm again going to use Nautilus out of the shell. If I show you this picture, do you know what, you know why there are smaller teeth at this in the middle and it gets bigger and bigger as you go outside of this, of this world? No. Maybe, maybe so like it kind of, maybe it would almost rotate and they would grow more teeth. I'm not 100% sure. That's, that's right. That's what they think is they think that when it, when it was a small helicoprion, it didn't have that many teeth. It was just smaller versions. And as it grew, that tooth whirl actually spiraled into itself to allow for the larger teeth to grow out. Huh. So that's you know, cool. So that's, they, they call that a growth ring. And so August and I were talking about this. Is there, what else has growth rings? A tree. Right? When you cut down a tree, you count the rings, and that's how old you know that the tree is, right? How many years it grew. Yeah. So the helicoprion, the, the tooth whirl, was similar. I, they don't think that it necessarily, you can tell how old they were, but it moved in a similar way. As it got bigger and bigger, the teeth had to get bigger to support uh, the, what the fish needed to eat. So the hmm. smaller teeth went inside. Instead of falling out, they just curled inside. That's a strange way of growing. Isn't that wild? So we know about sharks today that they have all their teeth, and as they lose them, just new ones grow in, right? Mm-hmm. they didn't lose their teeth. They just grew into the teeth world. Do you think we figured this out by finding younger helicoprion teeth swirls? Would there be, wouldn't there be less kind of swirly? That's a great point. We read that the biggest one that they found was three and a half revolution. Um, so that must make sense that if that's the biggest one they found, then that must mean they found smaller ones that don't have as many revolutions. Yeah, and that would probably help them understand how, where it was placed. Can I read my facts now? 
Yeah. What else did you find out? Um, most of the fossils were found in Idaho and meat, and the world is called a tooth world, and it eats bone prey, and it lived. At, well, it it grew up to two twenty. 20 to 30 feet long, and it lived 20, 290 million years ago. Um, I also, on a website I looked at, it said that it's kind of world was just one big tooth, but I can't exactly believe that, considering what else. Yeah, so, it's kind of yeah. interesting to think about the tooth world, right? Because it seems like it's kind of one thing that contains many teeth. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's not it's necessarily, not it's kind of a bunch of teeth that are attached to each other, but not via a mouth, kind of on a disc in a way. Mm -hmm. So the size of that tooth world, I think, is the, was about the size of a big dinner plate. A big what? A big dinner plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what are, what are they, what are basically they, basically no teeth in the mouth? Yeah, well, there's no, they, they haven't really figured out what was on the top of the Right? I think they currently think that there's nothing on the top of the mouth. Except for the except for the thing that it goes into. Yeah, so they kind of think that there must have been like maybe even like one big tooth or one other kind of like hard piece of cartilage that when the bottom tooth when the bottom tooth world snapped up, it was able to break it, right? We found this yeah. we found this really cool short video so these scientists they kind of they passed this tooth whirl and then they did that 3d imaging to try to figure out what the rest of the jaw might have looked like oh so it kind of have they kind of have a almost hollow area that's right so the top is, is it's similar to like how our mouth is right i mean when we go inside our mouth it, it opens up above it'd be similar to that except they think that up there must have been either another just single large tooth that this thing could then hammer upon or because it's not bone we know it's not bone mm -hmm. uh, so yeah pretty fascinating yeah yeah what a circular yeah. saw a circular saw but it didn't spin no it didn't it didn't spin did anybody else have any other fun facts that they learned about the helicoprion on almost all the websites I was on, it said it was incredibly closely related to a ratfish or a plow-nosed chimera. In August, when you saw when you saw this picture, what did you think it looked exactly like? Uh, the goblin shark. Right. August got a little distracted. He wanted to keep looking up information about goblin sharks. Yeah. So August and I came up with some questions that we're not going to answer, but we're going to send out. People can consider at home after they listen to the podcast. Yeah. So the questions we came up with were, how big are they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did they eat? And finally, what does helicoprion mean? And what language? And good point. And what language is that, is that word from? So we'll come back next time and we'll uh, have a discussion about something else prehistoric. Yeah. Okay, does anybody have anything else to add? Uh, no. Only that my dog ate everything off the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everybody.
We'll try to plan this better next time so everybody has more time to do research. Okay. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Thank you.